0: Some of the biggest losers I've ever known in South Florida, people I was friends with, associates, people I worked with are the people that gave up the dream for whatever reason. They couldn't afford it. They're broke. they got too many kids. Can't afford enough property. They gave up on the dream and decided to move from South Florida to the Carolinas. Talk about giving up. Even... South Florida, where it is expensive to live, it is expensive to raise a family, but there's no place like it. Trust me, I can afford to live anywhere in the world, and the people that just gave up and decided because they heard from somebody else that you could live affordably in the Carolinas are losers. What's up, Canes fans? It's Better Duck from Twitter. This is the Better Canes podcast. This is a special edition of the podcast. I usually do the show Sunday or Monday after the games. I don't have a set schedule. Last Saturday, I did one at halftime that I ended up deleting around midnight because mm, my worst nightmare was sounding like Dan Silio, just a belligerent person with nothing to say. So I was embarrassed that I did that podcast and published it, and it came down... Quick. So if you listen to it and you got a good laugh out of it, good. If you didn't hear it, you didn't miss much. It was just me screaming and yelling. And I'm doing this special podcast because I got up this morning and I got a tweet from a great Twitter follower, a great Canes fan, longtime Canes fan, knows a lot of stuff. Jax Canes fan, J A X Canes fan. He lives in Jacksonville. His name's Bill Herney. His Twitter handle is at B I L L I H I R N I. Comes from a famous fishing family. He's a really good dude. And he sent me an article. I'm pulling it up now. The article is from canesport.com. Never heard of it. And it was from a guy named Gary Furman. Is the writer. And it says publisher too. So I guess he's the publisher and the writer. And basically, it was a pretty decent article. He tried his best. Not a great uh, voice. But he's a blogger, you know? He's probably writing this thing in his car on his iPad while eating fast food or something. And the article went into just a little bit of detail about the shape the University of Miami was in going into this game against North Carolina at Hard Rock where the final score was 62 to 26, and Miami gave up 778 total yards of offense, 554 of which were rushing. And Saturday night, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I raged about this. I raged that these kids, these players were quitters, that they were cowards, that they were a disgrace to the logo on the side of the helmet and stuff. Well, now I'm going to reverse that Decision. I'm going to reverse my opinion on that now that new information has come to light thanks to Gary Furman of canesport.com who goes into pretty good detail here about how badly the University of Miami was suffering from the effects of the stupid plague going into this game and for the like past couple of months. I guess 39 players total have either tested positive or been in close contact. They don't go into a lot of detail on the numbers, so what they do tell you, you have to balloon out because the nature of college football, especially these college football programs like the one at the University of Miami and many more across the United States, they believe there's a value in secrecy. There's not. Not much, at least. If there's anything, it's barely perceivable. But they believe in this huge value of secrecy. Everything's secret. Who's going to be the starting quarterback? Who's going to be the middle linebacker? Everything. They think everything is secret. So I think a lot. What I'm doing here? I'm rejecting the result of the uh, the North Carolina game, wholeheartedly. Rejected. Stamped. Get out of my face. North Carolina is a dirtbag program. Okay? It's a dirtbag school. They've been caught cheating multiple times. They've been they hired dirtbag coaches like Butch Davis, who then get fired and the school goes back on probation because Butch Davis is a dirtbag, and the University of North Carolina Athletics are scumbags. They're the worst of the worst. If you've known any people from North Carolina, It's not exactly high class, how do you put it? These people are not, um, they're not gentlemen. You know, they're dirt road people. They got that Civil War look. They look like life's been kicking their ass most of their lives. They wear T-shirts, beat up T-shirts. They dress poorly. They got bad teeth, bad facial hair. But if my opinion was low of North Carolina and the people that live there and their fans, it couldn't get any lower now. After finding out that two of Miami's position coaches, defensive line coach, had to be hospitalized twice, unable to be at the game, unable to coach the kids for the past couple of weeks, Miami's safety coach, going through some serious, serious health challenges, unable to be with the team, unable to be on the sidelines, unable to coach the kids during the game. Another discussion for another time is whether the administration should have forfeited this game, should have called it off, should have canceled it, like Florida State's been doing, like a whole bunch of schools have been doing across the United States, canceling games, like Georgia Tech just did to Miami, canceled. But Miami wanted to play. And they went out there without two position coaches that hadn't been with the team in weeks, with 39 players that had tested positive or been in close contact with people that were positive, and tried to field a team and tried to play the game and failed. North Carolina is good. Their quarterback is really good. He's going to be a pro. Miami probably doesn't win. This article goes into this, that Miami probably loses the game if, even if they're at full strength because North Carolina is good. I got no problem with that. I didn't flip out last year for losing to North Carolina. It's a bad loss because North Carolina's a nothing program that has never won jack shit in football. And to prove it, to prove that they've accomplished absolutely nothing in college football, last Saturday... After beating a team ravaged by the plague, ravaged by the COVID-19 disease, where there were probably multiple players on the defense dealing with long-term damage and ongoing acute disease from COVID-19 that were playing in the games... That probably had lung damage and probably had diminished oxygen levels in their blood. Give Miami a round of applause for going out there and trying to compete when you can't breathe, right? Try it next time. Any of you guys test positive for it? Any of you guys get a bad flu, a super bad cold or whatever? Call me up and we'll go play football one on one. I'm fat. But when you can't breathe, you can't compete. No problem with that. No problem with North Carolina hammering Miami. What I do have a problem with is that scumbag, Mac Brown, going to trick plays up 40-something points. God, what a fucking scumbag. What a piece of shit. Talk about somebody that's, A program that has never won anything. Yeah, Mac Brown won at Texas. Big whoop. He's a good coach. He's got 25, 30 years experience. And like all good sports, all gentlemen, he decided that in the middle of a plague, the best thing he could do was run it up and try to humiliate his opponent. That was suffering big time from a pandemic, from the plague. 39 players positive within close contact. Two position coaches, unable to be on the sidelines, unable to coach for the past month. Hey, you know what? Run the Philly special. We'll get him, we'll show them. Well, North Carolina, they win in shit again this year. So, in light of that new information, I'm throwing out, I'm rejecting the result. I'm rejecting the score. To me, there's an asterisk. Yeah, Miami lost 62 to 26 and gave up 5, 500, 554 yards of rushing. In a year of a plague with a team that was stricken with the plague, where players had tested positive, where the coaches were unable to make the trip, where pussy programs like FSU were canceling games, Miami decided to show up and give it a go and got stomped out. That's fine. Everybody gets stomped out once in a while. But do it with class, Mac Brown, you classless loser. I mean, look your opponent in the eye and say, hey, you know, next time you guys will be at full strength. I don't like to win like this. You like to win? You want to beat somebody that's injured? You want to beat somebody that's sick? I sure as hell don't. So I encourage everybody go find the article, canesport.com. If it helps to Google it, it's called Opinion. Colon, Miami's greatest win was ownership of failure at a difficult time. And it talks here, it's not the greatest written article. You know, what do you expect? It's a blogger. And he goes on to say, none of these are excuses. But then he gives paragraph after paragraph after paragraph are excuses. Um, that's not what I'm talking about here. The biggest problem with these guys, the local media, professional and amateur media that's in this town is a lack of honesty, transparency, and being forthright. The players never say anything, anything worthwhile. On their Twitter, on the podium, nothing. I watched the post-game press conference, the same six dorks get questions asked. I think one of them is this Gary Furman dude. He's probably in there with his iPad typing away. And they just ask innocuous stuff because they want to be able to go to the next one. If you get up there and you hammer them, they're going to pull your credential. They're not going to let you in the room. And if they do let you in the room, they're not going to let you ask questions. And because all of the local media down here is terrified of losing access, they refuse to band together and don't know what they're doing. But the people that bought tickets, the advertisers for the game, everybody should have known Miami's situation without going into HIPAA Um, infractions, there's ways you can dance around it by saying, hey, this game shouldn't happen. Miami shouldn't be trying to play a game tonight, but because the administration is greedy and wants the money, or 18 and 19-year-old kids who are poor decision makers anyway and can't buy alcohol legally until they're 21 years old, uh, made the poor decision that they think they should play two weeks after having COVID-19. SARS, CoV two, one of the worst respiratory diseases in history. 300,000, 311,000 dead of this as of this recording. Each day, the people that tried to minimize the disease in the pandemic, their voices are getting quieter and quieter, and it's fine. Rub it in, rub it in their faces. The stupid people who have Dunning-Kruger, who thought that they knew something at the beginning of the pandemic, have gotten awfully quiet. At now my biggest disappointment in the year of 2020 for this football program, not just this year, but every year, is the lack of honesty coming out of the program. Had we known this, it would have changed, at least for me, it would have changed the tone. With this new information, now that I know how bad the team was affected by the disease, it changes my opinion on the result. And as per that, I reject the result now. So North Carolina, you can get out of my face I reject the amount of rushing yards given up with an asterisk. I reject the total yardage. I reject the score. And you say, oh, so what? I mean, these people went and printed T-shirts. North Carolina printed T-shirts. They were so proud of beating the University of Miami who was ravaged by COVID-19 And I won't do what they did. I won't minimize. I'm sure there were people that were on North Carolina that have had the disease, probably coaches, players. The article kind of points out that Duke was having their problems two weeks ago when Miami hammered them 48 to nothing. If Duke wants to reject that uh, total, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with anybody rejecting the entire season of 2020, which is a frigging joke. The whole season should have been canceled. Should have been canceled. Half of the world is dumber than average intelligence. That's why we're still here with this thing. Not to brag, but I've quarantined hard since March 3rd. I've had one human action interaction since March 3rd. That was on June 29th. I have health issues. I have a reason for quarantining. That's all I'm going to get into. So I haven't really been around anyone. Not really. I haven't been around anyone since March 3rd. I had an N95 mask on for approximately three minutes when I checked into a hotel and signed a piece of paper and got the key. It probably took less than two minutes. And then I never saw anyone from the hotel again face to face. I checked out over the phone, I left the, uh, the key in the room, and that was that. I've seen no other person since then. And if the rest of the world had done what I did, this thing would be over. But I have to see grandma on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Grandpa's going to be so upset if he doesn't get to see the, his grandson on Christmas. You friggin' dopes. 311,000 people have died from this plague. Whether they were old, whether they had comorbidities or what. That's 311,000. If you get bored tomorrow because University of Miami isn't playing because Georgia Tech canceled the game, do this. Get a notebook and tell me how long it takes you to count with a pen on a piece of paper from one to 311,000. And maybe that'll put the uh, total number in perspective. So in rejecting the 2020 season, that also means I reject the Florida State win. It comes with a whole bunch of branches. And as I figure them all out, I'm sure I'll have some uh, hypocrisies in, in there somewhere, and I will manage them accordingly. I will figure out how to, uh, how to be consistent. And... And how to, uh, how to deal with the season of 2020. I doubt 2021 is going to be any better. Because like I just said, people cannot and will not either stay home alone or stay away from old people. That's really the one thing you have to do. Stay away from vulnerable or peop- or old people and this thing will be fine. All the young people and people that are relatively healthy, just stay away from the old people. In conclusion here, we're coming up on 20 minutes. That's how long I like to keep these podcasts. In conclusion, to recap, new information has come up, which has led me to reject the result of the University of Miami, North Carolina football game. People don't like it. Tough shit. Tough shit. Do a podcast. Tweets mean nothing. Insulting me. People have learned on Twitter, insulting me or my opinions or whatever thing is powerless. Anything that you call me, any names that I'm called, anything that I'm compared to, anything has zero power. None. None of it ever sticks to me. It never works. You can call me an idiot, a dumbass, a loser, whatever you want. None of it sticks. I'm Teflon. It slips right off. Sorry, ass Mac Brown. Thought he did something with his sorry-ass running backs. He really thought he did something against a team ravaged by disease, ravaged by long-term effects of COVID-19, ravaged by respiratory illness. Two major position coaches on, on defense, unable to be on the sidelines, unable to coach the team for months at home, multiple hospitalizations, one of them fighting some serious health issues unrelated to COVID-19. And 39 players either testing positive, fighting COVID-19, or coming in close contact with people that have tested positive. I don't know the numbers. I don't need to know the numbers. I don't need to violate these kids' HIPAA laws. All I need is for the reporters, the bloggers, the podcasters, down in this local market to get the story right. how did none of you guys had this I asked in the early in the week I said can anybody frame this loss with plausible explanation can anybody do it nobody answered Thankfully Bill Herney, Jack's Kane fan came to my defense or came came to the defense of the team this morning sent me that article. And if you know how to read anything i think i explained this to somebody else this week what it means to read between the lines what it means to read to listen and hear what they're really trying to tell you and how it relates to this pandemic or plague or anything else in your life you know the state of florida fwc fish and wildlife i think it is or maybe it's a department of health who the hell knows i don't even know if it's true but let's just do it they say that pregnant women shouldn't eat any more than one freshwater Florida largemouth bass. That's what they say. They say, don't if you're pregnant, don't eat more than one freshwater bass in a year or per pregnancy or something like that. What they're really telling you, stupid fucking people that eat bass, are don't eat any. But they know if they say don't eat any bass, that the goobers, the stupid rednecks, will say, you can't tell me what to eat, and they'll eat 20 bass, and then die with big globs of mercury in their liver. You know what I mean? When we do autopsies on these people, we'll find out who was eating bass, because there'll be droplets of mercury in their liver. And what Gary Furman, the blogger, is telling you is that the team is ravaged by the pandemic. So whatever number he's giving you, double it, triple it, quadruple it. However bad he's telling you it is, it's a lot worse. Because this guy can't get in trouble, he can't violate HIPAA laws, he doesn't want to get in trouble with the school, the administration, the SID. So he's beating around the bush. He's basically saying, yeah, yeah, somebody ate a a bass. No, what he's telling you is the whole team feasted on bass for a week. And they're sick. It's telling you that the disease, the COVID-19 disease, ran through the University of Miami football program like the two three-star running backs for the University of North Carolina that just had the two greatest games of their life. Payback will come on draft day. That's when I always get my payback on the North Carolina guys. Remember that doofus Marquise Williams? I think he was the first one to do the U-up, up and down. U-down or whatever the hell you want to call it. So I tweeted him and I said, that was pretty funny, but uh, you should keep that U up because the U for you is gonna stand for unemployed, undrafted, and unsigned. He'd have been better off doing an X because, yep, because you called it, he ended up playing for the XFL. So I cheered when they folded. I wonder which car dealership his sorry ass is at now. And I wonder which one those sorry ass running backs will be at. You print t-shirts after beating a team in a plague, you friggin' clowns. <laughs> no concept of history, no concept of class, you have no self-dignity. I'm all for rubbing it in somebody's face. I'm University of Miami. I can take it. I can dish it out. I'm just saying that you're a scumbag if you make a celebrate a celebration T-shirt with a score on it and a U down during a frigging plague. And to show I'm not a complete hypocrite, Florida State, they want to count it 3-0 and asterisk the past four years. I'm fine with it. I don't need this year. I really don't. When teams are forfeiting, canceling games every single week, there's games tonight that are being canceled. When the NFL can't get their shit together, you expect college kids that are all living in the same friggin' dorm to manage a plague. A friggin' plague. Imagine if you heard that back in 1350, during the Black Death Plague, that the soccer coach of England, you know, decided to run it up on whoever else, 12-0. And then the following year, half the team was dead or had long-term disabilities or chronic respiratory pulmonary issues for the rest of their lives or whatever. How minimized that 12 0 soccer game would be. I'm telling you now, history's going to look back on Mac Brown and the University of North Carolina as scumbags for running up the score and printing friggin' t shirts against an opponent in the middle of a plague. Pfft. Yeah. No sore loser over here. North Carolina kicked Miami's ass last year. I didn't have much to say about that. Take it. Win some, lose some. I'm unbearable when my team wins. When other teams win, I can take it back. I just think it's Bush League to print up a t-shirt. I mean, the Notre Dame t-shirt thing was stupid. The kid only sold 5,000, I think. A couple thousand of those t-shirts when I saw on that weak-ass 30 for 30, and it was weak. I have a fishing website. I've probably sold more T-shirts than that. This guy can only sell a couple thousand T-shirts. I'm interested to see how many T-shirts North Carolina did sell. I bet you it ain't even a thousand. You know what I mean? Some of the people probably bought them for next year because they're going to go as Hillbilly Elegy for Halloween. So they'll need a cheap t-shirt to wear because that was the official costume of the movie which you haven't seen and if you'd like to see what North Carolina is really like what the Appalachians are like what mountain people are like go on Netflix watch Hillbilly Elegy people political people that have been brainwashed I'll tell you that it's a crap movie because whatever it's political this and that. that thing's a comedy you're supposed to laugh at those people I hope bad times come to Raleigh. I really do. Shitty people to kick somebody when they're down, and to kick them when they're down with a disease is friggin' sad. You know what I mean, North Carolina, what are you gonna do? Get pissed off when you go to the Shriner's um Senior Bowl and you don't get to play kids from St. Jude Hospital? Do you guys want to tackle Alex in the friggin' end zone from Shriners Hospital, St. Jude's? The little kid there with the Buddy Hackett voice? I see North Carolina trying to compete in the Special Olympics in boxing or track. What a bunch of losers. That's it for the podcast. If um you need to hit me up on Twitter, it's at BetterDuck, B-E-D. T-T-E-R-D-U-C-K on Twitter, on social media. Thanks for listening.